I'm a dude, and I'm inviting you to join me on a podcast about brews. Does that include stouts? Yes. Yes, of course it includes stouts. Like I was saying, join us every Saturday on the journey hey, hey, into... Hey, co- wait a minute. Do you, do you guys do anything about, like, IPAs? Yes. Like that? Yes, of, yes, of, yes, we do IPAs. Okay. It's, okay. It, yes. Anyway, join us on the Journey into Comics Network for Brews with Dudes. Whoa, whoa, po- hey, hey, do you... Have you guys ever... Do you care if I bring some Zima on? Yes, I care if you bring Zima. Zima doesn't count. Zima... Oh. Zima... Dr. Dongo. Anyway, join us every Saturday for a podcast that delves into the craft brew world. The following is a Journey to Comics Network production. Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of Kids for Sale. I am your host, Chris, and with me again is my lovely wife, Ashley. Say hi, Ashley. Hola. How are you doing today? You know how I'm doing. We've been together all day. Uh, Well, we've been together, but I've had the band over for a while, so I feel like I haven't gotten to see you much today. We spent some time together this morning, and the band came over, and we kind of did our own things for a little while. That's fine. I like it when you leave me alone. Yeah, I bet you do. Um, So today we are going to, I guess, start off by just recapping the last couple of weeks uh, since we last recorded. Uh, Just update you on little things that we've done here and there. Uh, We've had a couple more baseball games since then. Um, We talked a lot about baseball last time and the annoying kids and annoying parents. And I'd have to say it, it it hasn't been as bad the last couple of weeks. Uh, we had a couple of rain cancellations, so it freed up our schedule a little bit, uh, which was nice. Um, and then really the parents and the kids have all just been kind of doing their own thing, I guess. Like nothing's really gotten too annoying. I don't feel like in the last couple of weeks, nothing worth mentioning, I guess, at the baseball games. Oh, but I know one thing worth mentioning, which is Olivia's dance recital. I see. I, I was wondering when you wanted to dive into the dance recital. Right I guess now. we'll go right into it. I need to vent. <laughs> so Olivia is in a pre-dance class uh, at the dance studio in town, and they just had their spring dance recital um, at the high school. Uh, and you know, we had to buy tickets, and the tickets were ten dollars in advance. $15, I believe, at the door, which, I mean, for a kid's dance recital is a little over the top, I feel, but but that's that's not the point. The point, uh, so, <laughs> I guess, uh, do, do you want to tell the story, or do you want me to tell the story? Well, I mean... You go ahead. You go ahead. Let's hear it. Let's hear what, your version of it. Well, I get you know, so we get there, and Livia, I guess, was already freaking out. Like, they... They had all the kids like in a hallway kind of by the stage, not where everybody was coming in. And apparently she was freaking out, saying she didn't want to go on stage. She didn't want everybody to laugh at her if she messed up, which I don't know where she heard that. But um, so she's freaking out, freaking out. And um, she so everybody was supposed to be in the opening number. And then they all had their separate dances, and then everybody was supposed to be in the closing number. Too many dances, might I add. Way too many. We we were go- hoping to go see Livy do her one dance, and it ended up turning into being there for two hours. Yeah. But, but yes. I digress. Um, go on. So, you know, the opening number, Livy did not come out. And I, already, I'm just like, you know, if I sit here through this whole freaking thing, <laughs> and I don't see Livy dance... I'm going to, like, flip my shit. So she didn't come out for the opening number, right? So here comes her her dance. Um, a lot of the kids were in a couple dances, but she was just in the one in the middle. So here comes her dance. And here, here you know, here she comes going across the stage with her mother. Her mother is on the stage with her. Um, so I'm just like, what, what the hell? 
So I, I was recording it too on my phone, and I I felt super uncomfortable continuing recording while she was in the shot. So I was I was doing my best to cut her out of the shot. Um, but but they were, she was holding Livy's hand, so it was yeah. kind of hard. So thankfully, she just went across the stage with Olivia once, and then got off to the side. I was fully expecting her to stay on the whole time. Um, so. Livy did end up doing her dance without her mother on the stage with her, even though her mom was well, on the side of the stage. I was going to say, her mom was still on the side of the stage, like at the very edge of where the curtain covered. So when they did certain moves, like there's this, uh, I don't know, for any of you that are familiar with dance, uh, it's a chape. It's where they, it's almost like a jumping jack. They put their arms out and, and their feet out. And every time she did that, you just see like an adult hand sticking out the side of the curtain and it was it was kind of ridiculous yeah i mean if, if livy didn't look so damn cute in that little blue outfit <laughs> that would have just ruined the whole thing for me but so she did her dance and uh you know that was over then the closing number comes and she didn't come out again and then they did awards she didn't come out again so during i think right before the closing number here like so jess came which is Chris's ex-wife and Mark and Libby's mom. She came out and made Chris get up and and leave the auditorium. To try to go calm Libby down, which but, I, I had told her from the very beginning when she, she came and tapped me on the shoulder and said, Libby's freaking out. And I, I immediately said, well, just let her, you know, leave her, leave her back there. You know, the people that run the dance class, they are used to dealing with kids. They can manage a crying kid for a few minutes. And as soon as we leave her alone, It'll be five minutes. She'll be done crying, get it out of her system, and she'll be ready to go. But, you know, she wouldn't leave her alone. So Chris leaves to go try to calm Libby down. And then here comes Libby down the aisle by herself, <laughs> perfectly fine, not crying. And then um, somebody, I think maybe One of Jess's these. brother maybe, might yeah. have led her out to go find where Chris and her mom went. And then she was just, after the recital, she was flipping out, and it it was just a freaking disaster. When they presented the awards, Livy got a certificate for, you know, completing her first year of dance, and uh, they- she threw it at Jess. Yeah, they walked, they walked it over and handed it to Livy, who was standing at the edge of the stage, and as soon as Livy grabbed it, she just threw it out, like, behind, this, behind the curtain. I'm, I was I was taping- not taping. I was recording. How old are you? Uh, yeah, I know. I'm old. Um, so I was recording up to when they gave her the certificate. And then when I saw that she wasn't taking the certificate, I cut it. And then as soon as I cut the video, that's when she grabbed the certificate and threw it. And I just, I wish I had kept going just, just two seconds longer. I would have got a good video of that. It would have been funny. But, you know, I, I guess at least Jess did her, I mean, not Jess, what the hell? Olivia did her dance. <laughs> Well, Jess, Jess did, did her too, dance yeah. too. <laughs> so, so at least we saw Olivia do her dance, or else that would and have just been like the biggest waste. It was super adorable, um, and actually, I, I have I posted a video of it on on my personal Facebook. Maybe uh, after we're done recording this episode, I can tag it on the uh, Kids for Sale Facebook page, and maybe try to get it on Instagram. I'm still new to Instagram, so I'm I'm uh, not too savvy with how to get stuff posted there, um, but I'm trying to trying to learn for the show um but yeah maybe check out after by the time this show drops you should the video should be up on the facebook page so you can see the video of livy doing her recital dance and, and uh, if and you watch carefully on the on the right hand side of the video you can see her well, mother dancing behind the curtain carefully to see her go across the stage with well, her in the first I, place so when she started going across the stage i cut the video because oh, like you? i said i didn't i didn't want her in it i mm -hmm. wanted just livy in it so i saw her coming across the stage i cut the video for about the first 15 seconds until her mom got across God, the stage and the walked off. And then I started recording after she walked off. Um, but yeah, that, it was it was uncomfortable and it was ridiculous. And, and let me just note that that was the only parent that yeah, did that. The the entire show. And there were, there was another kid or two, at least one kid. The that, boy, that one boy. Yeah, which actually that's a, a friend of ours. Well, a friend of mine that i used to work with and actually graduated with, with her, but yeah. her kid was freaking out too and actually it was funny when they 
they presented the awards, he was standing at the front of the stage just crying. crying. Like he saw he saw his mom and he was like reaching for her, but she was like trapped in the front section. Like people on both sides of her, she couldn't get out. Uh, He was just standing there crying. So somebody luckily came and grabbed him and walked him out to his mom. But that was funny. But she didn't go up on the stage and, you know, hold hands across the stage. Please, people, don't don't be helicopter parents. Yeah, it's it's not necessary. I know you don't want your kid crying, and you know it's it's not it's not easy to leave a crying kid, you know, with people that they barely know, but. Like if you sign someone up for a dance class or a, or the sports or whatever, you know, those people that are coaching, those people that are teaching, they are used to dealing with kids. Kids cry a lot. They know how to handle it. So, you know, just trust them, you know, trust them to handle the situation. If, if you, if you just stand there holding hands every time, they're going to expect that from you every single time. And then you'll have to do it every single time. And then you'll be those parents suing their son to move out of their house at, 30 yeah. yeah that kid that guy well i guess he's not a kid huh yeah. he's older than you yeah yeah yep he sure um, is <laughs> um yeah so don't do that yeah it's the worst helicopter parents are the worst they're they're worse than their kids usually but yeah i mean it's very hard with chris's kids because you know she She's a helicopter parent at their house, but then we we want the kids to be a little more independent. I mean, we're there for them when when they need us, but we try to make the kids a little more independent, so that makes it very hard. And they know know at this point not to try that stuff when they're over here because we don't let them do it. And that's all it takes. You just got to be a little bit firm with them a couple of times, and it it sucks sometimes, you know, leaving them sobbing. It's hard. It's heartbreaking, Um, but... They get over it pretty quick, you know, and and if you keep doing it, kids aren't stupid. They're going to know that you're going to do it every time. So they'll take advantage of it as much as they can, because that's what kids do. They take advantage of every situation they can. Um, so, yeah, that was the dance recital. Uh, there was something else I wanted to talk about. Where were we going to move on from there? The uh, weekend, wasn't it? Oh, yeah. So here's something exciting. So with uh, with. The way our uh, child custody uh, agreements worked out uh, with both my, me and my ex and Ashley and her ex, um, we end up having every other weekend uh, to ourselves, basically. Uh, my kids will be with their mom and Ashley's daughter will be with her dad every other weekend. So we get a Friday night and a Saturday night to ourselves which sometimes works out for us uh, and we actually do get a weekend off and you know we can relax or go have a date night or something. Uh, sometimes it doesn't work out. Uh, it's, it's actually not uncommon for Scarlett's dad to not pick Scarlett up sometimes, which is, uh, you know, it's, it's a bummer for Scarlett, but it's, it's good for us because we like her being here a lot more than we like her being over there. And we'll just, we'll leave it at that. We don't want to, we don't want to trash talk right now. Um, but yeah, she's better off over here. So it's okay when he doesn't pick her up. But or or you know, like a holiday weekend will come up and under our custody arrangement, I have the holiday weekend. Like that just happened on Memorial Day weekend. Uh that ended up being my holiday even though that was supposed to be our kid-free weekend. Um but we just got our first kid-free weekend in the last like 2 months over the weekend and we took advantage of it. We uh we went out and had ourselves a nice date night. You know, we didn't do anything sp- real fancy uh we went to dinner uh at olive garden which i mean that's uh that's Lowell fancy i guess hillbilly fancy yeah and then uh we, we went shopping a little bit you know went to went to bed bath and beyond and I, target <laughs> target was ashley's favorite and we actually managed to get out of target without spending three hundred dollars so actually, i was normally i know I was, I was pretty proud of uh us and let's see what else we stopped at the toys are us because it's you know, everything's on clearance there since they're going on, out of business. And then after we did our shopping, we went and caught a movie. Um, I already forgot the name of the movie. Hereditary. Hereditary. Yep. We went and saw Hereditary, which was, I, I was really bummed leaving the theater. Uh, but overall, I, I think it was a fantastic movie overall. It's just the, the ending just kind of bummed me out. It wasn't what I was expecting. It wasn't what I wanted. But that's, that's not the point of this podcast. The point is, uh, you know... Even if you don't have the same kind of arrangement that Ashley and I have, even if you don't have a weekend 
built in without your kids. Uh, take the time to just get a babysitter. Every It doesn't have to be every other weekend. It can be one weekend a month or, or even one night every couple weeks or something. Get yourself a babysitter. Go on a date night because parents need that shit. You know, you, uh, uh, a healthy relationship is not going to last if the parents can't take care of themselves and take care of each other without the kids being in the way. And and I'm not trying to sound like an asshole about the kids, but they are in the way a lot. And, you know, you don't, they don't always need to be there. <laughs> you, can, you can get rid of them every once in a while. It's I'm, not gonna... I'm definitely a believer that your marriage should become come before your kids and and not not necessarily just marriage either but just a, a, healthy, a healthy relationship. Your relationship and and with your spouse you know and there's something to be said about oh well i want my kids to be around as much as possible blah blah blah, blah. but if you are not taking care of your relationship with your spouse uh your significant other then whatever it ends up being get a divorce and, yeah or not not even a divorce you, not even separation you could live the rest of your life just unhappy and you're going to teach your children that it's okay to just live and be unhappy for the rest of your life. And that's not a good thing to teach your kids. And I, I, I'm a firm believer in that. You take care of the relationship first so that your kids can learn to see what a happy, healthy relationship is. That's something that is very important to anybody with kids um, or stepkids or, you know, whatever your living situation might be. Take care of your relationship first and, you know, everything will fall into place afterwards. Not saying you neglect your kids. I'm not saying you ditch your kids every chance you get. I'm just saying make sure you make the time for yourselves or it's, it'll never work. Um, but, you know, that's a, it's a pretty serious, <laughs> pretty serious topic to get off to right away. Um, but I guess that kind of, I uh, mentioned stepkids a second ago. And uh, a couple weeks ago on our pilot episode, we teased that that's going to be the subject of tonight's episode. Uh, is step families, step being a step parent, uh, step mom, step dad, having step kids, step step step. Uh, because both of us are now step parents as as of our uh, wedding on in January. Well, um, not wedding, but well, I guess it was. I, okay, our marriage. We got married in January. Mm -hmm. We are now officially both step parents. I have a stepdaughter, Scarlett, and Ashley has. A stepson and stepdaughter, that's Mark and Livy. And uh, we have very different, uh, I'm not going to say different viewpoints, but uh, it's been a different experience for both of us being step parents. So I was, my, my side has been very easy because I've been involved in Scarlett's life since she was very, very six young. Months. Six yeah, months. Yeah, very young uh, when me and Ashley started dating. So, um, I've been around as long as she can remember, and she's around our house way more often than not. You know, she, she's home with us, you know, 12 days out of 14, I guess you could say, and sometimes more than that when he doesn't come pick her up. Mm -hmm. So I'm the father figure in her life for the most part, and, and she's starting to, it seems like she's starting to have a healthier relationship with her dad, we hope. Um, but for the most part, I've been dad to her. And I'm used to that because I have two kids already. So I'm used, I, I know what being a dad feels like. And I just, that is how I act with her. I try to anyway. Um, but Ashley has a little bit different situation because, you know, my kids are only over every other weekend. So she hasn't gotten the time to, I don't know. Uh, bond. Get, yeah, bond with them quite like I have with Scarlett. So I, I guess I just kind of wanted to let her take over here and uh, tell us a little bit about what it's been like for her being a step-parent, you know. So I don't know where you want to start. Well, um, I guess, you know, the kids are only over here every other weekend and then like a weeknight. Um you know, me and Chris have definitely had very different situations when it comes to our kids. I, um, Scarlett doesn't know what it's like to have her actual dad in the picture all the time. I, I found out I was pregnant with her actually after I left my ex-husband and, um, I, I, 
he never even really saw her for the first couple months. And then, uh, yeah, like Chris said, we mean him started dating when she was like six months old. And, uh, I mean, Scarlet, Scarlet calls her dad, not, not because we enforce that, but just because, you know, his kids call him that. So that's just what she knows. What and, you mean? She calls me dad. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I, I, Chris. I, Chris yeah. dad. She calls Chris dad because um, his kids call him that. And so that, I mean, that's what she knows. I mean, I, I, I never enforce that or anything like that, but, um, and really, I mean, in the definition of a dad, other than the biological part, you know, he is, but, um, so he, like he said, he has it kind of easy. I mean, for him, I mean, it's, I know it's kind of hard for him, like, because, you know, her actual dad is in the picture still, but barely. So, but for me, it's, it's a way different story. You know, he, he has his two kids with his ex and, you know, they were married up until, um, what Livy was, Livy had just turned one, I think, right? When you guys separated, it was right. At, it was a couple months after her first birthday, wasn't it? It was like right after her first birthday. And then, and then Mark was how old would Mark have been? Like five well, or six. Well, Mark would have been uh, not quite five. Okay, so yeah, so his his kids were a little older, and they, I mean, Libby probably doesn't remember that, but Mark certainly does. And I mean, even if Libby doesn't, I mean, just the way it seems to work, you know, in the world right now is, you know, the mom gets the custody. So, you know, I have full custody of Scarlett. Not, not, and I mean, granted, he didn't really fight for anything, but, um, you know, and she has full physical custody of the kids. Um, so, you know, Chris has guidelines because in America today, if you don't have money, then you don't get very much custody as a man. But yeah, she had, she had a better lawyer than me. And that's the only reason I, I only get my kids every other weekend. But, um, so, you know, they, they don't, I don't have time to bond with them. Like, you know, Chris has had with Scarlett and, you know, it's, it's already hard enough, uh, being, you know, with their dad and them having to become used to that, you know, the, their mom and their dad not being together and then me being in the picture and then to only see them every other weekend and like once during the week, you know, that makes it really hard. And then, I mean, I don't, anybody who knows me knows I'm, I, I'm fairly quick to bash his ex-wife, but, and, um, I wouldn't think she would purposefully like tell the kids not to talk to me, blah, blah, blah. But I feel like the kids, kids are dumb, but they're not dumb. They, they know something's going on. So I almost feel like they're, they were slow to bond with me because of that, because they just knew, you know, like their mom wasn't with their dad or whatever. I, I can also say, uh, there's been a couple of instances where they've said something that kind of directly indicates that she's been feeding them something like, I, I don't know exactly what, but they'll say something along the lines of, you know, like Mark, Mark went, th when, when me and Ashley first got married just a few months ago, I brought them home and I said, just so you know, you know, me and Ashley are married now. We're officially a family. Scarlett's officially your sister. Ashley's your stepmom now. And Mark was very quick to say, she's my stepmom, so I can call her mom? And I said, well, yeah, as, as you know, she's your stepmom now. I was like, just so you understand, she's not replacing your mom. She's just a new part of our family, so she's your stepmom. And if you want to call her mom, that's fine. You can, you can do that. Uh, but then the next time he came over, he was very quick to say, I'm not supposed to call her mom anymore, which... Gee, I wonder where he heard that from. Which, I mean, there's there's something to be said about, you know, the mom is the mom and the dad is the dad. But when the kids are young, they they want a mother figure at each house. They want a father figure at each house. And 
if calling someone mom or dad helps them bond to that figure, so be it, you know? As long as when they reach the, a certain age, you can break it down for them and explain, hey, you know, this is not your real dad. He's still just as much a part of our family, but blah, 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 blah. At a young age, all you're doing by, you know, all you're doing by setting guidelines like that is, I feel, hurting a relationship that could be way better. And you're confusing them, I think, a little bit. Yeah, I mean, and with Scarlett and with Mark and Livy, you know, I, not, neither of us ever told Scarlett <clears throat> to call Chris dad. Neither of us ever told Mark and Livy to call me mom. And I feel like if, if I, I don't think it would be good to tell them to do that. But right. if they no, do it on if they do it on their own Sorry. and you are yelling at them or, you know, telling them no, then that that hurts them more than, you know, them calling their step parent mom or dad. And right. I mean, because they're not really doing anything wrong and I mean it's not like as long as that step parent isn't trying to no act like they're trying to replace the parent then you know it's right we've, really we've made deal. we've made it very clear to my kids that you know ashley's the stepmom their mom is still their mom ashley's stepmom and then with scarlet we've done the same thing scarlet knows i'm her stepdad she still calls me dad every once in a while but it, you know if her dad hears her call me dad he flips out and he'll send her nasty text messages and and uh she probably gets in trouble over there if she says it and it's it's dumb you know she's four years old you know Livy's four years old mark is only seven and mark's mark's at that age where he he understands now he knows the difference he knows the difference between his mom and his stepmom so honestly at that point who's it hurting if he calls ashley mom Who, who's it hurting at all you know he knows the difference and we're not trying to confuse him on the difference we've, we've at no point have we ever said you know this is who this is and you know i don't, I don't know what i'm trying to say but We've never tried to lie to him about it. We've never tried to hide anything. You know, his mom is his mom. Ashley's his stepmom. He can call her whatever he wants. That's the that's the attitude we have in our house. And I feel like I and you know what? I'm not a I'm not a therapist. I'm not anything like that. I don't have any scientific evidence behind this. But in my personal opinion, I think that's the healthy way to handle it, you know? Cause it's not hurting anybody and I feel like you're adding more confusion to it if you're trying to set up all those rules when they're that young. You know, they need a father figure, they need a mother figure. Let them have it. So that you made me, you reminded me of something. You remember that time, just like out of nowhere, Livy was over at her house and she was like, "My mommy hates you. My yeah. mommy doesn't like you." And or see, something. that's those are the kinds of things that uh, unfortunately they get fed at their mom's house. I, I don't think it's so bad anymore, but you know, my my divorce was really nasty. It was really nasty and really rough for a while. It took forever, and uh, so I never knew what she was telling the kids when they were over there. And unfortunately, they were over there a majority of the time. So you know, and. I feel like it's got. I feel like it's gotten a lot better, a lot looser. Uh, it's not so bad, but uh, a situation the other day just happened when we were at Mark's baseball game. Um, I was helping coach, so Ashley was, you know, sitting in the stands by herself, uh, and Livy was sitting there with her mom, and Ashley tried to say hi to Livy, and Livy just completely blew her off. And I don't know if that's something. I, I we can guess. But we don't know for sure that that's something that her mom kind of fed her like or if that's just, you know, if she just feels that negative vibe from her mom that I don't want to talk to this person. So Livy's not going to talk to this person either, which that's not healthy, you know, for the kid, for anybody. So, I mean, if you're going to you're going to be in a relation, a co-parenting relationship with your ex, you know, fucking be the bigger person, you know, be the bigger person and smile and be friendly and polite when the kids are around because the kids see and hear everything you do and you're just setting them up for, you're setting them up to be an asshole for the rest of their lives if you pull shit like that, you know, I, I'm not, I, I, Ashley was 
I'll let you speak for yourself about it. Like, how did how did that make you feel when that happened? Well, you know, it's really upsetting because it's like you know when Mark and Libby are over here, I, I mean, don't don't get what I'm saying confused. I'm not their mom when they're over here, but I'm kind of the mother figure. You know, I I help them brush their teeth. You know, I read the books. I play with them. You know, I, I cuddle with them. But and then to go from that to being kind of the mother figure when they're over here to being completely ignored it it makes it very hard because then it almost it it makes it harder to bond with them when they are over here because you know i'm remembering that i'm it's like i'm trying to remember that you know it's their kids they're four and seven but it's also it's kind of hard to forget that you know when they're over here that you know well the other day libby just completely ignored me so that that makes it hard to be a step parent and i feel like i mean chris being a step parent to my daughter has its own challenges, but um, and I feel like Chris would probably agree with me that you know my my role as a step parent is kind of more difficult just because, um, I mean just the situation that we're in the the spiteful ex. That's I mean it's as simple as that. The spiteful ex makes everything difficult. Well, I mean, especially it's not, not not that simple because my ex is spiteful too. Well, but he I have. So I have full physical and legal custody of my daughter. So it's like no matter what my ex says, it doesn't really matter anyway because what I say goes. So that definitely makes it easier. But, you know, <clears throat> Chris and his ex, they have 50-50 legal custody, but she has physical custody. And right. so, you know, her opinion does matter and what she says does matter and what she wants does matter. So that makes it very difficult. It, it's it's just it's very difficult to you know like I said be the be the mother figure when you're over here but then really have absolutely no say in what happens with them. I mean I do I guess I do kind of have a say just in what what Chris's opinion is you know I and I I influence him but I mean still I mean I'm I'm not I'm not even close to to their mom. And for a while uh, things were even more difficult. Uh, just when when we were living together and. You know, Ashley's around every time they're around. So she's already pretty much the stepmother figure, but we're not legally married yet. Um, something would happen like this. This happened several times uh, when Ashley wasn't working full time, but I was like my kids would be over for half the summer and I would have I would leave for work and I couldn't leave my kids with Ashley uh, because mm -hmm. she was not. You know, I mean, we eventually we we won that battle. But yeah, but well, uh, we half won that battle. But they still, she still came and picked them up during the day anyway, well, or or I'd have to drop them off on the way to work. Whereas now, legally, legally, if you were staying home for a day and I went to work, since you are legally their stepmom, I can leave them with you all day long now, and she has no say in that because you're still a relative to, in the home you know and i mean that's 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 a little off topic i guess but I'm, my point was that it, it was even more difficult before than it is now just because of little things like that that you weren't the stepmom before so i mean and even less rights choose yeah in the beginning it was, it was very difficult like chris had to leave for work at like four in the morning and she was wanting to come pick the kids up at four in the morning oh yeah just so they didn't have to sleep in the same apartment as me for a couple hours I, I even to, though i would i would text her or i'd text chris to text her to let him know let her know that you know the kids are awake she can come get them but that didn't matter she everybody to had to know the protocol that if if she came knocking on the door at four o'clock in the morning they were to call me and then they were to call the police which it's just that's a shitty situation it's a shitty situation to put your kids in so you know and the the whole reason she wanted that was just to be spiteful and all we wanted was just let the kids sleep until they wake up. Then you can pick them up. It's not like we were trying to get away with leaving them there all day long. You know, it was two or three more hours for them to sleep in. So we didn't have to drag them out of bed at four in the morning. And she insisted on, which, like I said, we won that fight. She never did show up at four in the morning, but she wanted to. And God, man, we, we really went off the rails here. This was about step parenting, and now it's about... <laughs> well, anyway, so back on the subject. Um, so, you know, it's... I feel like I'm... 
I'm kind of the opposite as most women. I I actually feel better, at least with the women that my ex has been with since me. I mean, if if he if he dated like a drug addict or whatever, I mean, this obviously wouldn't be true. But I honestly feel better when he's with another woman. Cause yeah, he just I, remarried recently, and I, yeah. it it seems like things have been better just the last couple yeah, months. Yeah, I mean, since I, they I, he, I feel like my daughter's in better care when he has a woman around. Um, again. I mean, with the specific woman that he's been with, but she comes like, home now with like a, a decent outfit on, and yeah, her, her hair, hair is all nice. done, and you know she's happy, and and I mean she was happy before; she's yeah, always happy. But I mean, she there's a, bit, a, a clear difference in her mood. I feel I've, I've been I've been getting child support regularly now. Now that he's with his ex, oh, now that he's with his new wife, what a concept! Yeah, and um, I. She, I don't know. She's the woman's nice to me. I mean, who the hell knows what, what she says about me behind my back? Because who knows what he's been feeding her? But Scarlett seems to like her a lot too. She yeah, talks about yeah. her every time she comes home, and yeah. that's 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 good, you know. And and I like that, you know. And I mean, I really wouldn't care if she, if she called her mom. To be completely honest, I mean, I, I because I know she knows the difference. I know she knows that I'm her mom, and that's her stepmom, and. I mean, even if she was trying to replace me, I mean, she really can't because Scarlett's here most of the time and she's only there every other weekend because, you know, he has minimal, like the minimum Indiana parenting guidelines, which is every other weekend and one weeknight visit, but he never once taken, taken advantage of his weeknight visit. So he only gets here every other weekend. And sometimes and not sometimes, even that. Yeah, sometimes not even that. Um, and, that and that's been better too yeah. since he's been with her. Yeah, they where he's actually taking her, um, consistently. But I, yeah, I mean, I I actually like it better when he's with a woman because it seems like, <clears throat> I mean, at least at least the woman is there taking care of her. I mean, God, I I mean, I just remembered this. She used to come home with like, her butt was just raw and open, you know, from not being her diaper not being changed. And then you would notice a considerable difference when he was with a, a woman, you know, that she, her butt was actually getting changed. She didn't have terrible diaper rash when she came home. And I mean, so yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm kind of the opposite of most women, especially Chris's ex-wife, you know, where I, I actually prefer a woman to be around and help taking care of her. And, you know, I kind of hold that opinion, you know, if there's more people to love your kids then right. i mean that benefits them i i 100 agree with that and i've i've been kind of what, what am i trying to say here um i feel like having a step parent or not even a step parent just you know a, a father figure and a mother figure in both houses you know uh i, f I feel like it's it's good for your kids to see that it's it's good for your kids to see a healthy relationship and you know i now i keep we keep saying father figure and mother figure and that's not right either it's it's good for them to see a healthy relationship like we know we know two women that are together that have two great kids and it's it's a happy healthy household over there and that's that's something great for everybody in the family, you know, the, the kids need to see that the kids need to see what a healthy relationship looks like, whether it's, you know, if even if the thing with mom and dad doesn't work out, and it's with somebody else, as long as they get to see that healthy relationship, that's going to help them develop a healthy relationship later in life. You know, uh, if it's if it's miserable, and it stays miserable, that's what they're going to learn. And that's what it's going to be for them too. Yeah, I mean, even, even if a kid's parents you know they get divorced and then they're with somebody else if if they see their parents happy with a step parent or whatever i mean that'll help them in the future you yep. know when with their first marriage you know is this is is this person gonna treat me like you know my stepmom stepdad treated my mom dad you know and, and, and you know what no matter what your opinion i'm, I'm sorry did i cut you off no matter what your opinion is of the other person, if they are not like a, a total creep, if they are good to your kids, whether you like them or not, you need to nurture that relationship because your kids should your kids should learn that, you know, 
being friendly to people that are friendly is the right thing to do. And, and you know, being pe- being friendly to people that are part of your family even is more important. But like, the the if they see, man, I'm I'm really losing my words here. If they see you, like like the perfect example is the, at the baseball game. Livy should not be learning to ignore someone that's important in her life, you know? Just because her mom doesn't like her, she should not be learning that attitude. She should not be learning that behavior. That's a terrible thing to teach your kid, you know, no matter, like I said, no matter what you think of the person, no matter what, you know? That's <laughs> You're just teaching your kids to be assholes. And then you're going to wonder later why they're such an asshole. And it's your fault, you know? It's entirely your fault if you're teaching them shit like that. Yeah, I mean, I, I mean, it's not like... Let's say me and his ex were, were next to each other. Kids aren't... I mean, they, they sense it. They probably still know that me and her don't like each other. But they would at least feel comfortable you know, talking to me in front of her and they they wouldn't have to act like they don't know me. And I mean, I, and I feel like that's a good lesson to teach your kids, you know, just because you don't like somebody doesn't mean you have to be an a-hole, you know, right. you can, you, I mean, you have to act like an adult and just because you don't like somebody doesn't mean you have to you know be be mean you know any anything like that and it it all goes back to it all comes back to just being the better person you know even even if you're absolutely a hundred percent not the better person act like you are every time you can think whatever the hell you want in your head you can you can hate them you can cuss at them you can think terrible thoughts about them but at least in front of your children. When the kids are around. Act like they are your friend. Put a big smile on your face. Say hello. Shake hands. Whatever. Whatever you got to do. If you don't want to touch them, just wave. That's fine. Just don't be an asshole or you teach your kids to be an asshole. Um, that's kind of... Are we are back off step-parenting again? <laughs> that's kind of along the lines of step-parenting, oh, yeah, I guess. Yeah. Um, well, anyway, you know, being a step parent is hard. It's very hard, and I mean, a, a kid's parents being divorced is hard. Yeah. And if if the parents don't get along, that makes it harder. If step parents don't get along with other parents, that makes it even harder. And it's like it's already going to be hard for you, so why make it harder for your kids too, and just mess them up in the future? Um, but, you know, it, it definitely makes for a very interesting dynamic in our household just because, you know, we, me and Chris are in opposite situations where, you know, I, I have full custody of my daughter, you know, and my daughter pretty much knows Chris is her dad. Um, not, not again, not because that's what we instilled in her, but just because Chris has always been there for her, you know, Chris, Chris goes to her ball games. Chris reads her stories at night. When Chris is out of town, he calls her every night. Um, whereas my my ex, her real dad, has has never been to one of her baseball games. And even when he's picking her up on days she has a baseball game, he always just so happens to come after. And he never calls her. Like he'll call her once every couple months. So like every other weekend, he she's. Can I cut in here for a second? You mentioned something that like got me thinking now. Um, so, well, I mean, everything you were just mentioning, the fact that he doesn't come to her baseball games and he doesn't call her every night. He maybe calls her like once a month. He'll, he'll, again, I'm not, I'm going to, I'm not going to start railing on the guy. Well, but, it, there's but, a difference between bashing and just stating facts. Here's, here's something that is, from my perspective, it's this is where being a step parent is hard for me, and it's it's kind of heartbreaking for me uh, because I went through a lot trying to get fifty fifty custody of my kids. I went through a lot, 
and I lost that fight. Um, and I only have my kids every other weekend and it's, it's been hard. It's been very hard. Um, but then there's this guy that if he wanted his kid more, I don't think Ashley, well, I I mean, so in the beginning, I mean, I mean, maybe even now, now that he's with his wife, I guess I'd be a little more okay with it. Um, but, I but, mean, in the past, I wouldn't have been okay but, with that so, just because... So here's where I'm torn, you know, because I, I want Scarlett to have that solid dad figure in her life. And at the moment, I am, I am that 95% of the time, except for when she's over at his house. And I'm okay with that because she needs it. But now... Now what has me torn is like, what's going to happen if my ex starts seeing someone or gets remarried or whatever, and that guy is around my kids 12 out of 14 days. And not, not, not because I'm not trying, but just because that's what happened. And he's going to end up being the father figure. So like, I can see like... This is where it's hard for me, like when, when Scarlett called. Okay, so we just had a technical glitch, and we cut out about 10 minutes of our conversation about me talking. No, it wasn't 10 minutes, but it was it was a good couple of minutes of me talking about. Okay, just go on. Uh, well, you were the one talking, so I don't know where to leave off now. I guess we could just move on, because uh, we're not going to get those five minutes well, back. Well, so Chris was saying, you know, it's hard for him because... I can see... Th- I, I want to be the dad in Scarlett's life because I feel like she... Oh, I don't want to replace her dad. That's not what I'm saying. But she needs a solid father figure. And when he's not there for her, I feel like I need to fill that role. Um, what's hard for me is... Like... He essentially is in the same situation I'm in. And I want to be there with my kids more. And I can't be. Uh, the difference is I don't feel like he tries hard. Mm-mm. And that's what I always try to tell them, you know, it'll, it'll be de- very different if and when his ex finally dates. Um, I mean, hopefully we'll have 50-50 custody by then. Um, God willing. But, which, I mean, it, uh, as I said before, it takes money. It's really, and especially in this situation, it's not really about his his parenting. It's really about money. But um, it, the difference will be, you know, he, Chris calls them every night every single night seven o'clock on the dot and chris is at there's dance recitals he's at mark's baseball games he he buys them stuff he he helps purchase he helps pay for sports he helps pay for school supplies you know everything and that that's the difference i mean i think scarlet feeling like scarlet acting like chris is more of a of her dad has less to do with time and more to do with the fact that Chris Chris is there. Like I said, Chris calls her every night. Chris Chris tells her bedtime stories, you know, and it's it's more about, you know, it quality than time. Oops. And I mean that that's kind of what I always try to tell Chris because I mean he, he is very concerned about basically somebody replacing him, which I he doesn't have he he, he doesn't have to worry. So it's like he, he he almost feels guilty for being Scarlet's more of a dad for Scarlet, but well, I, I would hate for that to happen to me, and it's hard for me to be the guy that's doing that to somebody else. That's all I'm saying. It, the only thing that helps me get through it is he doesn't deserve it most of the time. I, I mean, he he doesn't. He's an asshole. That's that's all I can say. He's been better, I guess, recently. But, I mean, I, I'll, and although I'm happy about that, it, it just sucks to know that it's because he's married, you know, and it's mostly the woman. And, I mean, he's been married before already. And he's been with other women before. And, you know, when they when they separate or whatever, it, it goes back to the same crap. You know, he, he can't take Scarlet because he's sick or, you know, his car broke down or... You know, and, and and then we find out he takes her and then leaves her at home while he goes golfing. Which that actually we, happened recently. Yeah, that's that's super frustrating for me to Wait, hear. Yeah, that's very frustrating because, in my opinion, if if 
I mean, if I only saw my kid every other weekend. You get your kids four days a month and you're going to spend an entire one of those four days fucking golfing. Yeah. It's absurd. It's absurd. And don't get me wrong. There's been days that I had stuff stuff scheduled on like on my one of my four days a month that I was supposed to have my kids overnight overnight. But what I'll still I'll I'll either spend every minute I can with them on those days or I'll reschedule. I'll I'll call their mom ahead of time and I'll say, hey, look, I got to be here this night. Can I take a different night instead? That's what you should be doing, you know. When you only have four days a month with your kid, that's that's your only four days to make sure that they know that you're still the dad and you still love them, you know? That's, yeah, okay. Again, we're getting off the rails again. This is not about bashing the other parent. This is about... It's so easy, though. I know, I know. Well, <laughs> but that's not what we're here to do. This is, and this, this isn't supposed to be... I don't know. This is this is supposed to be a lighthearted, funny oh, podcast, and we we've gotten pretty serious today. But uh, I feel like step parenting is a serious topic. It's not easy. It's not easy for anybody. And I granted, I have had it easy, as, as easy as you can have it as a step parent, because it's, I've been in, I've been with Scarlett since she was six months old. I'm I'm all she remembers of me being around, and that makes everything easy. Um, but yeah, and and, it, and that kind of makes it frustrating because Chris doesn't understand that I almost have to, I I have to win them over, I have to win the kids over, you know. And I, it's not that I don't understand that. Mm-hmm. No, it's not that I don't understand. He understand. I do understand. And... <laughs> I feel like I feel like you. And don't get me wrong, I understand. So this 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 goes back uh, directly back to the the situation at the baseball game. We were talking about this the other day and how how upset Ashley was that it happened. And I get it. I get why she was upset. I get I get why you were upset. I'll talk to you now. I get why you were upset. I really do. And and I can't imagine if Scarlett did that to me. You know, that's the thing. Scarlett will call Ashley from her dad's house, and I can always hear her. Where's Chris? Or or Sometimes she'll say, where's dad? And then I'll hear him yell in the background, it's crass. But anyway, so I've never had to deal with that because she want, whenever she sees Ashley, she immediately thinks, well, where's Chris also? You yeah, know? She, she likes Chris more than she likes me, actually. It's because I'm, I'm fun dad. Yeah. I'm fun dad. But so, yeah, I get how upsetting that was for you. But I, at the same time, I'm, I tried to tell her the other day, and I'm telling you again, Livy's four. You know, she, she's, she doesn't know how to act yet. Well, you know, there's that rational part of me that knows that. But then there's the other part of me that is just upset. And... Um, and there's the rational part of me that's like, well, she probably just feels the bad vibes from her mom, you know, and doesn't want to upset her mom. But then there's the other part where it's like, well, maybe she really doesn't give a crap about me. I guarantee you know? that's not it. And but, you know, I can say, so my parents separated when I was about, I want to say 10 years old, somewhere around there. And they were divorced a couple of years after that. And my dad remarried, um, and I remember, I remember even at that age when I was, you know, at, at least ten years old, if not older, uh, I remember how uncomfortable it was when both mom and stepmom are around each other, and I remember feeling guilty for talking to my stepmom and being friendly with my stepmom like right it was almost like right in my mom's face i'm gonna rub this into her face that you know there's this other mom here now and she's fun and nice to be around and blah 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 so i i get you know the kid's point of view on that i get that too but that's why as a parent as a step parent as any kind of authority figure in your child's life you have to instill in them, you know, just just at least being polite, being friendly, you know, just just saying hello, waving, whatever, you know. 
is whether or not you like them, they're picking that up. And and it's 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 crucial at that age that you teach them how to behave appropriately around other people. And like I said, you know, I'm I'm a firm believer that, you know, you love your children, so what's it gonna hurt that there's more people around them to love them? I entirely agree mm. with that. And I, I feel like we've been making this point like probably the 10th time in this yeah, episode. It's very important. It is. So, you know, the whole this whole time, you know, this is supposed to be more lighthearted. I've been trying to think of something funny. <laughs> but, you know, just being a step parent, there's not really much fun with it. Well, I mean, at least in our case. I was going to say, if we want to lighten this up a little bit, I, I do have something. <coughs> I have a little bit of an audio clip I can play. It's actually a video, which I guess I can post the video on our Facebook page later. Um but we'll wrap up this step-parent talk for now. Um, step-parenting is an ongoing thing, obviously. It's a big topic, and we we knew we weren't going to tackle it in one episode. We weren't even going to try. But just our experience so far in step-parenting was what we wanted to talk about tonight. So I feel like we've adequately covered that topic for tonight. It but sucks. It does suck. Well, parenting sucks in general for the most part. That's the whole point of this podcast, right? That's why y'all are listening. But uh, yeah, y'all, that's why y'all's listening. <laughs> so anyway, um, I recently introduced, uh, moving on, I recently introduced Mark to uh, Dungeons and Dragons because I'm a huge nerd and I love tabletop RPGs. Um, and I have... For non-nerds, what does RPGs mean? Role-playing game. So a tabletop RPG, for those of you that aren't nerds, um, is a game where you create a character on a piece of paper uh, using a set of rules, usually in a book, uh, and rolling dice to figure out your attributes, such as your strength and your speed, and blah, 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 blah. Anyway, Dungeons & Dragons is the most classic of all of those RPG games. If, if you've ever heard of any of those tabletop RPGs, it was probably Dungeons & Dragons. That's the one that I play. Um, I have a box. It's a tote. It's not a box. It's a pretty large tote and it weighs like three thousand pounds <laughs> full of dungeons and dragons books and, and and notebooks that i've created characters and maps and stuff full of nerdiness and uh mark recently found that box and it's got all my little miniature figurines that i use while i'm playing and all my dice and stuff and he got excited about it because they're little they're little action figures with monsters and guys with swords and stuff and he loves that kind of stuff so i showed him like a super rough way to play the game using just two dice and you know something that he could understand just to get a basis for the game so we'll play it for 10-15 minutes just enough to get him through a battle you know he controls a couple of characters and we'll play a battle and that'll be it well one day he was asking me to play and I was busy I think I was doing something with the girls because I it was like an hour before their mom was going to pick them up so I was I was spending some time with Livy before they left and Mark was oh can you play Dungeons and Dragons with me and I, and I was like, well, how about you just play it? And he's like, well, I want you to watch me. So I was like, well, here, I'll give you my phone. And you can go record yourself playing, and I'll watch it later, okay? So I can see your game, and I'll tell you how you did. So <laughs> I'm going to play a little clip of Mark playing this game just to fade the show out, I guess. This this will be the end of our show for tonight. Um, and like I said, you uh, we're going to be doing the show every other weekend. Um It'll be, I'm sorry, every other Friday is when this airs. Uh, so this episode should be dropping on Friday the, no, I'm going to look at my calendar, the 15th. So if you're listening to this on the day it dropped, it's Friday the 15th. Enjoy your weekend. Um, we'll see you in a couple of weeks. Uh, uh, oh, links to the social media. Uh, we're on Facebook. You can look up Kids for Sale Podcast on Facebook. Uh, Twitter and Instagram. We are Kids for Sale at Kids for Sale Pod. And if you have any ideas for future episodes or things you want us to talk about or, you know, uh, if you want to tell us a funny story about your kids, you want us to read it, um, anything, any co questions, comments, you know, if, if I'm too loud, if I talk too much, if I'm annoying. If I'm too quiet. Yeah, that was a complaint we heard a lot uh, from the first Which, episode. You know, granted, that was the first time I ever reported a podcast. Yeah, yeah so. she, did, she did good for her first episode, but I, I hope her volume was adequate today. Um, if it's too quiet, I, let us know again. Um, but, uh, what was it? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So you can drop us an email. Uh, I know the email address I gave you from the first episode was my personal email address. We now have a account for the show. 
It's kidsforsalepodcast at gmail.com. Since when? Since actually before the first episode even dropped, I, I made the account. But And also, um, we, we're going to kind of try to post the funny videos and stuff of our kids and yeah. funny stuff that they do on, on our podcast. Yeah, follow, page. just follow our Facebook page. We'll, we'll post videos of our, of our kids from time to time. We'll post funny memes about kids. And, you know, I, I'm full of memes. That's all I do on Facebook. So yeah. uh, there, there will always be content on our Facebook page. And like I said, we're, we're new to Instagram. We will try to keep our Instagram updated also. Um, and Twitter, I kind of hate Twitter, but just for the sake of the show and for the sake of getting it out there, we're going to attempt Twitter as well. Um, so, uh, check us out in those places, send us an email if you have an idea and, uh, we'll catch you in a couple of weeks on the next episode of kids for sale on the journey into comics network. And thank you for listening. And, uh, we're going to play you out with Mark's dungeons and dragons game. Hello everyone, my name's Mark, and do you want to watch me play? Okay? Alright, let's do this. Right now, I already started. Page one. And roll the dice. Let's see. This one gets 15. 15. And... Orts get nine eighteen.